This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu slash Cox Institute. I'm Midori Jenkins. Today is October 28th, 2021. In this week's episode, we will be highlighting two stories, one from the sports desk and one from the culture desk, in order to better understand the rivalry between the University of Georgia and the University of Florida. To begin, we will be speaking with Drew Hubbard, the Red and Black Sports Editor. He is joining us to discuss his story about the discrepancy between the yearly tradition of these two teams meeting on the football field. Drew, thank you for joining me today. Could you please explain the controversy behind the meetings of the Georgia-Florida football teams? Yes, so the controversy starts around the first potential meeting between these two teams. Um, it happened on October 15, 1904. Georgia won the game 52 to nothing. Um, but Florida does not think that is the first meeting. The University of Florida claims that that team, that Georgia played on that day, represented Florida Agricultural College that was formed um, and renamed the University of Florida in 1903. So the modern University of Florida claims that Georgia beat a team that was not representing the modern university. So Florida does not count that game. However, Georgia says that because the team was referred to as the University of Florida, that game counts and counts the win to Georgia's overall record in the series. In your article, you mentioned the Buckman Act. What role does this act play in all of the confusion? Yeah, so the Buckman Act was signed in 1905, which essentially brought all the white male institutions in the state of Florida together into the modern University of Florida. So because of that, the modern university does not count anything before the Buckman Act was signed, because the Buckman Act, Florida claims, brought together the modern University of Florida. It also created Florida Female College, which is now Florida State University. It also created Florida A&M, which is a historically black college and university. So the Buckman Act really played a major part in the modern universities that are in the state of Florida that we see today. So how did you come across this discrepancy? Yeah, so it's been known for a while now that there is some controversy around the first game. But it's especially prevalent this year because, according to Georgia, when these two teams play this season, it will be the 100th meeting between Georgia and Florida. But according to Florida, it will be the 99th meeting. So it's always been a controversy and an idea that two schools just can't agree on. But it becomes especially prevalent this year because, obviously, 100 big milestone in the rivalry. And in what ways does the controversy fuel the excitement of fans as the teams prepare to meet again? I think it's just adding to the rivalry. Obviously, I think fans of both sides know how big of a deal this rivalry is. People in the SEC, whether they are Georgia or Florida fans, they know that this is a very big rivalry meeting in Jacksonville. Fans across the country, I think, recognize this as one of the biggest rivalries in college football. So it's just funny that the two schools can't even agree on when the rivalry started. That just shows you how much these two schools don't like each other when it comes to the football field. So it just fuels the current rivalry, the history of it. Every crazy instance that's happened just makes the modern rivalry so much better and so much deeper. And it stretches back to 1904, more than 100 years ago. So it just makes the rivalry so much bigger, stronger, more passionate now in 2021. 
Now, you will speak with Martina Essert, the Red and Black Assistant Culture Editor, to explore another Florida Georgia tradition, Frat Beach. Martina, I'm so glad you're able to speak with me today about the long-standing fashion history of Frat Beach. For our listeners who may not be familiar, what is Frat Beach? So Frat Beach is a tradition that sort of celebrates the rivalry between the University of Georgia and the University of Florida. Um, you know, we sort of joke about how Georgia fans maybe started the drive to Jacksonville and got halfway and we're like, oh, we'll just celebrate here. So students go to St. Simons Island, which is on the coast of Georgia, that has become colloquially known as Frat Beach. Um, so students sort of join together and celebrate the rivalry. They watch the game and you know partake in a lot of partying and drunken revelry. As explored in your article, decades have passed since the first Frat Beach gathering. Although the commencement of this tradition has remained nearly the same, the attire of this event's attendees has shifted. Generally, in what ways has fashion changed at Frat Beach? I think that the trends at Frat Beach have shifted not only as student fashion has shifted, but also they have become less attached to everyday student fashion. So earlier, say in the 1950s, um, the things that people wore at Frat Beach were very similar to what they wore every day to class, except maybe, you know, more swimsuits. Um, but today we see students celebrate in like crazy costumes and metallics and neons that you don't see every day walking across campus. So I think that the changes in fashion have been huge from like their day-to-day fashions and also from um, different time periods. Because Frat Beach has been continuing for so long, I assume it must have been difficult to research this piece. How did you go about finding information and sources for your article? So there is a website called georgiahistoricpapers.com and I went on that website and set my search settings to only search for the red and black. And I searched keywords like fashion and style and outfit and then changed it um, to only include papers from the different decades that I was looking for. And I surprisingly found a lot of different papers and issues of the red and black from all across these decades. And that is where I pulled all of my quotes from and all of the visuals that you can see in the printed rivalry issue. With Frat Beach fast approaching, what are some of the trends we can expect this year? I think that we can absolutely expect to see a lot of Halloween costumes at Frat Beach this year. I know it's sort of a a timely um, outfit. And also I would expect to see a lot of bathing suits, a lot of women not wearing very much. Um, I would probably expect to see a lot of neons um, and also a lot of red and black. I think Georgia is number one for the first time in a long time at Frat Beach. So I think that we can expect to see a lot of very um, committed Georgia fans in their Georgia gear. This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. You can find the stories discussed in this episode in the paper edition or on redandblack.com. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. We hope to see you next week.